Hi, I'm Daniel Fuller from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our monthly message for the month of April in 2023, which is the best use of time. So this year in 2023, our message has been, God saved the best until now. And that's a passage of scripture that comes from Jesus' first miracle, where he turns water into wine. And he said he saved the best until now. And we've been talking about how God's got some amazing things stored up for us in heaven. The heavens are the storehouse of his bounty. But in the case of Jesus turning the water into wine, when his mother approached him about this, he said it wasn't his time. It wasn't his time, but he did it anyway because she put a demand on him. He's got this unlimited supply in heaven stored up for us. And when she put a demand on that supply, there was a great acceleration that took place, turning water into wine. Now, I want to do a little quick recap of last month. So last month in March of 2023, our message was turn it around and the best will be found. And I think one of the key learning lessons for me in the month of March had to do with magnets. So my, my daughter bought some magnetic rocks and we're playing with these rocks. And it's interesting. It just reminded me of the power of these unseen forces in our life. There's this whole world that exists in the invisible realm that we can't see or taste, but we can feel it. We can feel the effects of that, of that spiritual realm in our life. And these magnets, they're either repelling each other or they're attracting each other. And in those times where the magnets are repelling, you're going to notice when you try to put the magnets together, they, they redirect, they push away from each other. The, the closer you try to get to it, the more it just pushes away from you. I think a lot of times in life, we try to push towards our goals, we try to push towards things we want to accomplish, things that we're believing for. But often it can seem like the closer we push toward them, the more they just move away from us, like a moving target. But in the case of the magnet, if you turn it around, you turn it around to the other end. And now you got the polarity facing in the correct direction. If you just get it anywhere close, it just snaps together. Everything falls into place. If you just get it anywhere close, you don't have to get it 100% perfect. Just get it anywhere close. Turn it around and the best will be found. I think the reminder for me, we've talked a lot about becoming magnetic, about how when God's grace flows through us from the inside out, we become magnetic. His grace begins to flow, kind of like electricity or electrical power flowing through us. And whenever you have electrical current flowing through a wire, it creates a magnet. It creates a magnet. And I think the thing that God's been reminding me about for this is to make sure we're living from the inside out. Relying and trusting on his grace and power within us, living from the inside out. But let's get into this month of April. So the month of April, we've got a couple big days coming up here. So it's coming up in this, in this next week here, April 6th, we've got Passover. I think of Passover like a, like a 10 times level of a communion meal. It's like a, a whole meal of communion. we got this amazing reminder of the, the death and resurrection of Jesus coming up. we got Passover on April 6th, which also starts the seven days of unleavened bread. Seven days to just clean out our bodies, a reminder to clean out our old ways of doing things and to embrace this new way of living. 
And then we've got Easter, get a reminder of the resurrection. And then right around Easter time, this year it would actually be on Saturday, but on uh, Saturday and Sunday, this coming up weekend, the next weekend, we got the Feast of First Fruits in Easter, which starts a seven-week sprint, a 50-day sprint to the Feast of Pentecost. So it was a time, you see, when, when Jesus was raised from the dead, Peter and John, they run to the tomb. It's a time to sprint. It's a time to run. It's a time of great acceleration. And actually, I believe if you go back and you look at that scripture where Jesus turns water into wine, I actually believe it says it was on the third day there was a wedding feast. On the third day, reminder of the resurrection, of the acceleration that happened there. We got this reminder to run to the Feast of Pentecost. But let's talk about the best use of time. This year, like I said, our message is God saved the best for now. we got to make sure we're using our time in the best possible way. And a couple of reminders about time. Number one, it's important to remember that time is relative. We all get 24 hours in a day. But the way we experience those hours can be vastly different. They can feel like they're going by really fast. They can feel like they're going by really slow. And I've found that this time of the year in the spring is often a time when time feels like it's moving really fast. We've got a balance of the year. We're in the fall. As we approach the fall feast, like Rosh Hashanah, uh, Feast of our Day of Atonement, Feast of Tabernacles, it feels like time is slowing down. Time is going slower. There's an increase in pressure, which slows down the time. During this time of the year, there's an acceleration because God wants to accelerate us into some things. Think about like we're in the beginning of the year. God told the people this would be the beginning of the year for them on their calendar. Think about your, your onboarding onto a highway. You got to get up to speed. You got to accelerate to get up to, up to speed. This is a time of year where there's some great acceleration that often takes place. But there's some keys on how to handle that acceleration the right way. So in my book, The Pockets of Prosperity, we got a whole section on time. How do we use time God's way? How do we think about time God's way? Now, the most important thing to remember, I believe, is when God created time, he wasn't sitting around saying, how can I give these people just barely enough time to get it all done? Now, he's generous. He's gracious. He gave us more than enough time. We've got to learn how to use it the way that he intended. We've got to learn how to use it the best way. And I think the best use of our time, staying focused on God's plan. Staying focused on his plan is number one. We've got to stay at rest in our soul. When we, when we get frantic, we get hurried, we get rushed, it actually steals time away from us. When we stay at rest, we stay at peace, we get so much more efficient. Now, in my book, The Pockets of Prosperity, we talk about some productivity accelerators. We're at a time of great acceleration. How are you going to see that acceleration take place? I think it goes back to these. I got five P's on here. Number one is praying. Spending time praying, getting clear on the strategy and the plan from God. We're going to praise him. We talked a lot last year about filling up the basket of praise. Praising who he is. He's got a lot of names. He's our healer and provider more than enough. He's the God of all grace and hope and wisdom and comfort and peace. He's the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord almighty. He's our banner. He's holy. He's righteous. He's judge. He's got a lot of names. We can praise him for all that he's done for us in Christ. And then we got to play. I think when we have fun, we go out and we play. We have fun. We enjoy what we're doing. We enjoy the moments of the day. 
I think it accelerates us. And then as we pray, as we praise, as we play, we're going to get a more, uh, more clarity on the plan. And a better plan is going to make us more efficient. And then the greatest accelerator of time, greatest accelerator of productivity and results is people. People working together in unity. People working together in unity is one of the greatest accelerators there is. Probably the greatest accelerator there is. People working together in unity. Teamwork. The body of Christ working together. Now, if we're going to use our time the best way possible, I think it's important that we focus on things that last. Often we get caught up spending a bunch of time on things that don't really matter. Things that don't last. We spend all this time working on things and then they don't last. We got to redo them or we got to change the plan. We got to do something different. And I think if we'll focus on these things, we're going to find that it's a, it's a much better, maybe the best use of time. And these are going to be things that truly last. They're going to have eternal impact, I think. Number one is God's plan. Whatever he's got on his plan for our lives, it's got an eternal impact. It's not just for this life, it's for the age to come as well. And we can trust that we keep showing up, we keep seeking him. And what's the best use of our time today? Whatever's on that plan, that's the best use of our time. Spending time with people, connecting with them, building relationship with them. Relationships are eternal. An important thing to remember about that is it's really important how we make people feel. So that memory of how we make people feel can last. They might not remember what you said, but they'll remember the way you made them feel. I once had a baseball coach that would talk about he would say, you could strike out your first three at-bats of the game. But you come up at the end of the game, when the game is on the line, and you get a big hit and you win the game. Nobody's going to remember how you started, but they're going to remember how you finished. Focusing on finishing. Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, the end of a thing is better than the beginning. Focusing on finishing things. Focusing on how we finish. And then some other things that we can do. The Bible tells us that God's word lasts forever. In a way, we can imitate him with things like books and music and stories and systems that can all be passed on to future generations. That's how our whole program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, got started, leaving an inheritance for our children's children. And that turned into books and courses and videos. Another big thing that can last is prayers. Praying. Those prayers can be eternal. They can last into future generations. They can make you so much more efficient, teach you the best way to do things. Spending our time focusing on things that last. How can we create systems of doing things? Rather than just one-off things that we have to keep reinventing the wheel for. Because most of the things that truly last in life, they come about through a series of steps, a progression of steps. Think about in health and fitness. Most people that get very quick results usually don't keep them. The results usually fade and then they got to restart again. True lasting progress is created in a series of steps. So let's do a quick prayer. Asking God to help us with our time this month and going forward from here. And then we're going to take communion over this just as an activation. Believe when we receive his help in this. 
So Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you that you are with us. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light. That we get this opportunity to do life together with you. And I'm asking you, Lord, teach us about the gift you've given us in time. And teach us how to use our time in the best way possible. And to take what we learn and apply that to our lives consistently. So we walk in the best use of our time every day. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We don't miss it. We don't turn to our own ways. And God, you laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by you, smitten by you. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in your sight. And if you would do that, how would you not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? Including teaching us how to use our time in the best way possible. And you raised up Jesus from the dead. And you seated him at your right hand. And you raised us up together with him and made us sit together with him. And we get this opportunity today in communion just to remember his sacrifice. And that because of him, we get to be unified with you. We get to be one with you. Have this eternal relationship with you. And so I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. And transfers us into the light. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. Through the blood of Jesus. I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Give you juice, you can take a juice. All right, so let's talk about our filters here. Our filters are things that we write at the top of our journals or workbooks every night, just to help us stay in a good rhythm with these things, to keep these things top of mind. So just a reminder, our, our filter for this year, God saved the best until now. Our filter for this month now, the best use of time. And then this week, our filter, I just want you to remind, write this over and over for this week, a fresh start. A fresh start. I always think of April as a fresh start. we got the springtime, everything's coming back to life. we get a fresh start. But I hope it's been up for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.